0: Hey everyone, it's Christina Driscoll, host of the She's Brave podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me. I did not start out brave at all, but I learned that we can do brave things one small step at a time. After caregiving for my husband and son for 12 years, it was definitely time for my next chapter. I wanted to get brave women's voices out there in the world. And more importantly, I want all of you to have the courage and the resilience to live your best authentic life. So come along with me and learn how to live your best life. And I want you to hear the brave voices of women all around the world. Hey everyone, it's Christina with the She's Brave podcast. Today, I have with me Bethany Inez. She's an intuitive coach and a healthy living expert, helping others unlock their full potential and live their best life with intuitive coaching and tips for healthy living, self-discovery, and wellness.
1: Welcome, Bethany. Thank you so much for having me on the show.
0: It's so fun. All the way from Australia, Byron Bay. I was going to dive right into your work as an intuitive coach, but we talked a little before hitting record and I want to hear about a major life change because you are a hairdresser. You had your own business and during COVID, you completely changed your life. Tell us the story of how you have completely transformed your life. That is freaking courageous right there. You're single right now. You live in Byron Bay. You're a coach, but like your life completely transformed. And I want to know more about that.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Well, my business journey started quite young. I was a 19 year old salon owner. And then I had three hairdressing salons by the time I was 22, a massive massive team and basically spent my 20s just completely absorbed in that experience and over that time I was seeing all of these clients are coming in and trying to trade money for confidence right like they're trying to pay to get their hair done but it's actually like I just want to feel good about myself and so it was a bittersweet experience in that you're seeing that people feel it for the moment but they didn't feel it into the depths of themselves wow. and so this desire to really see people know their authentic self was coming through that whole time and I often laugh and say that I was coaching people in the hairdressing seat whether they wanted to or not I could look back down and go like oh I was actually <laughs> those conversations were coaching conversations but that desire in me for people to go beneath the physical was just building over 20 years of me doing my hairdressing career. And so at the time I thought I was going to go into doing business coaching for the hairdressing industry to just support people to see how to do that properly in the salon. Like we really developed a salon that had a very different culture to other ones. There was no magazines, everything was not shallow conversations. It wasn't just a me thing. It was like my entire team could go to debts with people. And yeah, originally I thought I was going to do that. And then Uh, COVID happened and I just felt like a good time to exit the hairdressing industry I'd gone down to one salon by that stage and at the time I had gone through my own health journey I'd released like a lot of weight and so people were really like hey how did you do that and starting to sort of come to me for that topic and I ended up developing a program called Keep Nears which is about keto and say pioneers together. So it's like about discovering a new place within yourself. And I did that for a number of years. And then after a relationship ended, I ended up deciding, you know what, I'm going to leave Brisbane. I'm going to completely leave the state and just start again. I just really had the name Byron kept coming through to me. I just felt like spirit was was calling me there, and I'm like, I don't know anyone in Byron. Like, <laughs> why am I going to Byron? And as soon as I aligned to that, just all these pieces started coming through. Like, I got a house that was just perfect for me, and like, just in this full faith journey. On the day that I moved, like, I literally put the address into my navmen into my maps and just drove there. And as I'm driving up, I'm like. I live here and it was just this, this perfect place for me that I didn't even know I was coming into. And so since I've been in Byron, I've just been in this beautiful cocoon, I call it, because there's been no distractions, no people or anything like that. And then over time of being here, splendor just ended up emerging through. And so I went from having this like one program that was supporting people in releasing weight to Splendour being this like smorgasbord of programs that are covering all different areas of, of people's lives. So been a beautiful journey and a beautiful restart. And yeah, I still feel like I'm at the beginning of something, but it's already expanded beautifully.
0: I love it. I just love your story of courage. It's incredible. And I know that feeling. I mean, I, I think lots of people find a hairdresser that they feel they want like therapy, like they need therapy and coaching. And that's what you were doing. And that's beautiful. But you realized that it was time to take this to a bigger level. I love that. And that you listened to that intuitive voice and made that massive change. I love everything about you and the way you conduct your life and how you view the world. I love all your posts like on Instagram and Facebook. And I just want to discuss some of them because they're so powerful and some of them I have never heard. I want to unpack this particular statement. Quote, If only you knew how often your no's were based on not your truth. But on your fears. Yeah. So good. I never thought about that, but it's so true. So I think as a society, as Americans in particular, we can make decisions very quickly. We can say no very quickly. And it made me stop and think about myself. And when I say no, is it a reaction? Is it just a fear reaction? Or what's behind that no? And maybe it is a valid no, but I love this idea of really thinking more closely if you're saying no out of fear.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see the entire life journey is about releasing fears so you can return to love. Like it is the core of of what we're here to do. And something I like to use is the map of consciousness. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's created Mm by. Basically, it's like to put a number between where something vibrates. And so on the map, it can go from zero to a thousand. So think of zero as being in ultimate fear and a thousand as being that ultimate truth. And so, if you understand this, like humanity on average sit at 200, which is very low on the map and very close to that fear zone. And so, what we're wanting to do, like as you're doing all this spiritual growth and work, you're actually raising your vibration and moving up that map. And so, each time you shift, you are actually coming into a new paradigm, like you see the world in a completely different way. And, you know, if you move 50 points, like your whole understanding of life is is completely different and so when we understand that those paradigms are then how you're making decisions like where you're sitting at and how you're seeing the world is then you go okay well like that wall is this color right and then when you go up to another paradigm then you're like oh actually that, that wall's a completely different color maybe it's just it's a way to play with that and when you're in the first paradigm no one can convince you it's any different right it's like no it's that color that's how the world is and you need to shift then you can see the whole thing differently Mm -hmm. and so when people aren't aware of their vibration or the amount of fear that's still within their system they're making decisions and they feel true it's like the wall is that color you can't tell me any different but it's still based out of how they're viewing the world and, and what's going on within them and so it's difficult because on the one hand people want to do the but this is my truth and it's like well it it's the truth you're in but it's not the truth right it's not the ultimate
0: i love and- that it's the truth you're in at this moment and that's so beautiful too because that's basically saying you can change your truth what you think is your truth and you can grow and you can expand and i've been experiencing this with podcasting because it was terrifying starting and i couldn't imagine the level that I would be at a year later. And that's okay. So what I did was just say, what's a tiny step a little along the podcasting journey that I can take that I think I can do right now. And once I took that step, again, it's this whole paradigm shift You're, You know, literally the way you see the world starts changing and then... It's like, it's, you're in a different world. Like, I feel like I'm in a different world a year later. Incredible.
1: And this is the thing, like all the stuff we do in life is actually just designed to bring you on the journey, right? Like as in this podcast is amazing. It's beautiful to do this and, and even interacting with you on here, but the experience of it, it's designed to go, okay, like what else can we ship through? Right? Like you stepping into being a podcaster and desiring to grow that is a tool being used to move you out of fear and into love. Right. Um, yeah. And so if we understand that that's the core journey and then we use all of the stuff around us to move through that and go like on a different way of saying it, people think that when the fears stir that that's the denial. It's like, let's say someone was looking to do a podcast and they've got fears and they're like, okay, I mustn't be able to do it because I'm scared. And I'm like, no, that's the very reason you go into it, because it's going to be used as a tool to release those fears. And that's why you're here.
0: Oh, I love this angle on courage and fear. And I totally agree with you. It's so interesting when you do step into something scary. And I think for a lot of my life, I thought that if you feel scared to do something, then you shouldn't do it. and In the podcasting journey, I learned that it's totally okay to be scared and still give it a go.
1: Now, like generally the fears are so internal that we're not speaking about it together. And so then everyone believes it's the best. It's like, oh, there's something wrong with me. And you're like, no, get in a group and start talking about how much fears and how many thoughts are actually holding all of you back and understand there's no one who's not going through this. Right. You know, I love like Oprah talks about at the end of the interviews how even from presidents to celebrities to everyone, they all turn around and go, is that okay? Uh, <laughs> hey. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like we think that the people who are doing the thing don't have any of that, but they're just moving through it. They're using the tool to move
0: through. Right. That is so beautiful. I want to quote you also, if we want a different reality. We need to release the fears. Creation power is within us. Whatever we hold in our field is what then manifests. Absolutely. So the biggest piece
1: of what I'm talking about on this fear to love journey is I believe we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And so when we really tap into what it means to be a spiritual being, and that's sort of something something people need to to go with and discover themselves, you can't tell a person what that means you understand that there's so much power in being a spiritual being there's so much that we can actually do and know and see that isn't in the normal human world and as a strategy we are attempting to stay away from that because we're terrified of our power the the quote behind me is like i live my life by this The marian williamson oh
0: i love that one Yeah,
1: our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, it's that we're powerful beyond measure. And when you know that that is the core fear of everyone and of yourself, you start seeing everyone. It's like, okay, I I am sabotaging because if I went through that, I'd be more powerful. And when we get to a 1,000, we're at ultimate power, right? You've got like Jesus and Buddha got to a 1,000. That's why they could do what they could do because they conquered fears in such a deep way that they were connected back to their power.
0: I love that. And yet, I'm going to quote you again onto this next thing. I think the thing that happens, and some people really freak out, is they start working on themselves and they start changing, and the people around them, not everybody, but some of them don't like it. So I'm going to quote you again. When you go on a transformational journey, you will trigger those around you because if you can move through your fears, so can they. And they, don't want to know that, wow, Absolutely. they will attempt to stop you from getting out of your cage so that they can ignore that they are in one themselves. Stay focused not on how many chains there are, but on the freedom that awaits you when you are out. I mean phenomenal. Let's talk about this
1: yes, sir. This is, I use a lot of metaphors in my coaching to help people come through into the concepts. And so I'm just going to take you through this one for a little bit. So imagine that you are part of the oneness, you are knowing everything, you are everything and you then wake up in this human body, right? And not even just the human body in this vulnerable baby body, right? You need people to protect you and you're like, what just happened? I've gone from being everything all at once and, and coming down into this and it's terrifying and so the whole time in that confusion we're, we're making meaning we're like what is planet earth so okay i'm gonna decide that this equals this that equals that we can do x and y but we'll never touch that like we're just making all these definitions and beliefs the whole time so we can make sense of what's happening here and i describe that as like every time we're making those it's creating a link in the cage and you're building a cage around you that's trapping you from going, hey, I was once this incredible power and now I'm down here trying to just survive in this human world. And so if I build this in around me, I can build some safety and start to feel secure with what I'm in. And so when a person starts this growth journey, what they're doing in effect is undoing those links, like they're trying to release themselves from the cage. So in the one hand, and what you see a lot is people start the journey and then they go, oh my gosh, Like there's so many, like I'm really trapped in here. And they start to see the size of all of the walls. So it's like, I'm just going to put some stuff back over it again. You know, we make our cages very busy. We make our life very busy so that we can't see that we're actually trapped in this cage. And so a person might start clearing and then go, you know what, too much and put it all back and go back into the denial again. The other part is like when you're doing it, it's then showing the people, around you that they've got their own and they're still in that denial they're still in the the covering up the links so they can't see like no this is what life is don't tell me that it could be anything else because if you tell me then I've got to analyze all of these and it's too much so it happens so often when I'm coaching people I know like referring to the Keaton Ears program I can guarantee by week three people will already have caught like spoken to the participants about you know keto I don't know that that's good for you or like by week 10 when they're really starting to show signs in their body it's like oh I think you've released enough weight and it's not even true they're not even in the health zone yet and it's all because if you keep doing this I have to understand I could change too like you changing and transforming proves to me that it's possible and if it's possible I need to acknowledge all of this and I don't want to do that yet and so people show up with with comments, they show up with things that I just have concern for you. It's just me showing love for you when it's not. It's their fear and their denial attempting to take you out so that they can feel better about what they're doing. And I know I'm sounding a little harsh with that, but at the same time, like I said... No, say,
0: no, not at all. Shared I love like what sh- you're saying. Yeah,
1: like show a lot of grace for someone who is just scared. They're just scared. But know for yourself that when you're on the journey... You can't be around just anyone sharing what you're going through. Like it's something to really protect within yourself until you aren't going to be swayed by people who aren't on the journey themselves.
0: Yeah. So for my listeners benefit, I'm sure a lot of my listeners out there are just asking themselves right now. Okay, I'm ready. I do want to start to transform. How do I even do this? What's the first step? Yeah. So connecting with your spirit
1: is always going to be the best, right? Like connecting back and coming back into yourself. And there's lots of tools of doing that of meditating or journaling or spending time in nature. And it's just knowing that you're wanting to come back into that white voice within you. When people work with us at Splendour, it's like, my goal is that you become your own coach. Right? Like you already have everything you need within you. You have all the answers you could possibly need for yourself. It's just getting that clutter out of the way so that you can connect. And so it's like going on that journey to hear that whisper within and to take away all distraction that would keep you from it.
0: Beautifully said. You've also said the bigger the challenges, the better the story. There are no restrictions and no limitations to where your story goes from here. Ask yourself, Who do I want to be? And then just do it. Just do it. What are you waiting for? Today's the first day of the rest of your life. You're never going to be this young again. The time is now. Okay. I added a little bit of my stuff at the (laughs) end. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I love this. Like I say to people so often, but they think that their challenge, again, is like the denial of what they're going to do. Right. Like, say, for example, I'm working with someone right now who, confidence has been a challenge for her. And I'm like, you will teach people how to be confident as well. And she's like, I could never teach it. Like I've struggled with this. And I'm like, because you've struggled with it is the very reason you will teach it. It will be your gift, right? Like people can't learn from someone who hasn't journeyed through the thing that they need to learn from, right? So if someone was born feeling confident, they can't teach anyone, not to the depth that humanity really needs to transform. And so for me, it's like the very thing that people have struggled with is the indication of what you're going to do.
0: I love that. Love that angle. That's so beautiful. Wow. Bethany, I feel like I could talk to you for hours, but I think I'm going to stop it there. There was a lot of great information today. I want to share with my listeners, how can we find you? How can we connect with you? Because this is just the tip of the iceberg here.
1: Yeah, thank you. So Reveal Your Splendor, Splendor is an OR.com. Is our website. You can see we've got five programs up there, but I got to tell you, I've got about 15 launching in the next couple of months. There's like so much pouring through. So we really do cover all different areas of life and all different challenges that people are going through. And our Instagram is also Reveal Your Splendor. Anyone who's really curious about this cage and the spiritual being kind of journey that I'm talking about right now, go straight to the Supreme Splendor. So it's a seven episode series that is taking you through this different understanding of life and, and giving you peace with how to do this journey. And I know we've stirred a lot of that in this podcast. So that would be a great place to go to just keep delving into whatever's moving through you right
0: now. I love that. That would be like a great way to really delve in on your own and say, okay, I'm ready. Beautiful, beautiful. You had so many beautiful things to say about fear and courage today, and they're so encouraging. So with that being said, any last words that you would like to share with my listeners?
1: Beautiful. I just want them to know that no matter what they're facing, they can come through it. Right. Uh-huh. Like often we think that the journey or the issue is so big and I'm like everything you've been given, you've been given to train you and you can come through it it's just a matter of time.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Bethany, for taking time out of your life today to chat with me and teach us some new things. It's just been a really incredible, beautiful conversation. Thank you so much for having me on. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for taking time out of your busy life to listen to today's episode. I love learning about what makes you brave. I'm here with you. I see you. I hear you. And I want to hear from you. I want to know how you're showing up as being brave and authentic. Connect with me on Instagram at She's Brave Podcast, or come join our community in the She's Brave Podcast Facebook group. I'm sending you so much love. Until next time, keep being brave.